It's a spooky, scary bonus episode. Actually, it's not really Halloween themed, but Halloween is coming right up. So stay tuned to the end for some spooky noises. Hello and welcome to the My Hero Academia podcast. This is a bonus episode. This is episode 21. We're going to be reviewing My Hero Academia anime episode 6. Rage, you damn nerd. (laughs) My name is Sophie. My name's Kendra. And my name is Ash. Yeah, so episode seven. So we kick it off with a flashback to the end of last the last episode where Deku's desperately trying not to be placed last in the fitness test. So he channels his powers all the way into just one finger to launch the ball. And oh, it, it just looks so painful every time when you see like how crippled his hand, like his little finger is after he launches it. It's just Oh, it's so painful to see. And of course, everyone's amazed by it. Even Aizawa, who sees that he's thrown it 700 meters. And he's like, that damn kid. <laughs> and then you see everyone just freaking out. Like, oh my god, I can't believe he's able to do that. <laughs> and Bakugo is just not having any of it. Because he freaks out. He's just like, what the hell's going on? Because he flashes back to, you know, Deku never had a quirk. Mm. And he remembers that someone told him that, you know, all quirks usually typically manifest by the time you're four years old. And so after that point, you know, it's almost impossible that someone would receive a quirk at that point. Which makes me wonder, would, are we ever going to find out if there's a case where someone manifested a quirk like a lot later in life? Or if this is just like a definitive thing, like after four years old, you're never going to get a quirk. Ooh, it would be cool. Like if someone was kind of using their quirk all the time without realizing and then like Razorhead looks at them and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I like can't do this thing because like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And you know, he's just like thinking about what's happening and he's just starts running at Deku, <laughs> blasting away going, you know, you damn nerd, what the hell did you do? <laughs> Izzo has to just restrain him with his little <laughs> bandages and just like erase his quirk. And he tells him, hey, you guys are making me overuse my powers. <laughs> and it turns out he has dry eyes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just want to point out something. When he's running towards Deku, the English subtitle has him saying, hey, but he yells Kuro, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure means kill. So the kill count is at eight now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then he goes on to the test results and he's like, all right, so... Uh, you know, Izuku's about freaking out because like, oh, I hope I didn't place last. Because you have a little montage of all the other, you know, different fitness tests they did. And he's just, Izuku's like, oh, you know, I didn't do that well in all the other tests because my finger was hurting so badly I couldn't focus. And he really desperately hopes he didn't fail and the results pop out. And he's played, put in last place mm-hmm. despite all the effort he put in. And I just want to point out something. I was looking at the other rankings, and Koji ranked above Suyu in the fitness tests. And that seems, like, really, really odd to me. I think a lot, when you get past, like, the top ten, so if I, I'll read I'll read their rankings out, because I thought some of hmm. them were a bit strange. So, first is Momo, second is Shoto, third is Bakugo, fourth is Ida, fifth is Tokiyami. Those hmm. five, not surprising at all. 
But then we get on to number six. Yeah, six Shoji. Seven Ojiro. Eight is Kirishima. Nine is Mina. Ten is Uraraka. Eleven Koda. Twelve Sato. Thirteen Suyu. Pretty far down for her, like mm-hmm. you said. Fourteen Aoyama. Fifteen Sero. Sixteen Kaminari. Seventeen Jiro. Eighteen Toru. Nineteen Mineta. And then Izuku last. Some of those are really, like very surprising. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's like the bottom five makes sense because Kaminari can't really do anything to make himself faster with his lightning, I guess. Yeah, but I guess like, yeah. have you guys have, have you guys read or watched Hunter Hunter? Oh, I think I know Ash has. Yeah. Have you? No. At one point, <laughs> one of the guys, Killua, he has electric powers and he uses his electricity to like speed up the electricity in his body, like the communication to his nerves. So he can go faster. And I think it'd be cool if Kaminari could do that eventually. Jiro, I guess. Jiro, I guess, makes sense because she just has her headphones. So it's harder to, like, use those or earphones to do stuff. Minata or Hagagura makes sense. She's visible. Like, what can she? How you can't tell if she's touching her toes? (laughs) She could have saved (laughs) you. Like, it just bugs me so much. I get get so annoyed. And uh, Minata, uh, I guess, like, he should have got higher on the sidestep because he did the bouncy thing. But I guess it's just one thing he did good at. He should, like, slow other people down. Like, you're running. Throw the ball at the other person. They never said (laughs) you could sabotage. (laughs) Exactly. And Deku was just, I guess that makes sense. I guess yeah. Koda, he's he's quite big, isn't he? So he's probably surprisingly muscular. It's just people don't really look at his body because he's got that funky rock hair. I wonder, <laughs> hey, Uchiko had infinity in her score. How do you that factor that in? Shouldn't she be in first? If uh, she only did well on, if she only did, if yeah. she came only came first on once. But it's infinity. Um, You're counting that as points, right? <laughs> Or I guess, oh no, I guess it's more just like what you placed in each thing rather than like the number you yeah. got. That would make sense. I yeah. was thinking that like they just wrote infinity as her score. <laughs> and I was like, let her win because how do you beat infinity? But I guess yeah. that makes sense. Never mind. Yeah, so going on. So it turns out that Aizawa is actually just the biggest troll ever because he said, <laughs> oh no, no one was ever going to get expelled. I was just messing with you to make sure you put out the full potential of your quirks. <laughs> and of course, like, oh, I loved how they drew Deku just like absolutely having lost it when he just thought he was about to get expelled a minute ago. <laughs> now he's like, oh, I'm safe. And of course, Momo points out that, of course, it's logical to think that they wouldn't have done it. Like, you know. If you thought about it for a few seconds. When I first saw Momo and she said this and then in, um, yeah, and she said this, I remember being like, oh, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was standing with her hand on her hips like, I don't believe you didn't realize. Yeah. Idiots. I was like, oh, catty. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Aizawa sends Izuku to Recovery Girl to get his finger healed. And then All Might shows up and he calls out Aizawa and he says, you're a liar, man. You had full intention of expelling them if you didn't meet your standards. And apparently last year he had expelled an entire group in the first year class because he didn't think they had enough potential. And so All Might says, so because of the fact you didn't expel Deku, that must mean you see some potential in him. And then Aizawa has one of his great lines when he says, there's nothing crueler than letting a dream end midway. And he just walks off and All Might's like, yeah, we'll never be friends. <laughs> I've been waiting for that line to come into fruition. 
Yeah. I don't want to put a, a manga spoil in, spoiler in there, but we know of a, of someone that would follow what he just said. But you're looking up for these dreams and it not coming around. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting yeah. for I'm waiting for something like that to pop up. I think yeah. so, like he expelled the whole class. Like, do they get put into general education at UA? Like they already paid for their uniform and like all the expenses. Like yeah. you can't just expel oh. them. <laughs> I wonder if the principal just overwrote that and he's like, ah oh, no, that's going too far. You gotta take <laughs> that back. It's good teacher. You've got cement, yeah. <laughs> I I only have, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm just pointing out catty hmm. things. In the dub, when um, Azawa sees All Might, he says to him, Oh, not got any chat shows today. <laughs> Did, oh. Did he, he say that in the, the subbed? I think he says, like, Oh, you got a lot of free time. Oh, uh, okay. So He's less catty. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I think also, uh, oh, he, he notices that uh, All Might's favoring Deku already. He's like, oh, like, seeing potential as well. So you're already doing that. It's not very teacher-like. So it's yeah. like, Eraserhead is prob- is he's going to figure it out at some point. Like, he knows what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So keep going. So Deku goes and heads to Recovery Girl, who gives him... You know, kiss and make your boo-boo feel better. And then <laughs> Deku gets super, super tired. And Recovery Girl tells him, well, you know, my healing powers, all it does is accelerate your natural healing process. And, you know, it consumes a lot of energy because of that. And so just go home and rest. So on his way out, he runs into Ida. And he's like, oh, you know, Ida's not a bad guy. He's just a little <laughs> bit overeager. <laughs> And then oh, I love bubbly Ochako and she's just like running out of the running out of the school, just all happy and bubbly. <laughs> and it's just oh, so adorable. <laughs> and she comes up to them and then she asks him, like, oh, isn't your name Deku? And then he says, Oh no, no my name's actually Izuku Midoriya, <laughs> but you know, Kachan just calls me Deku. And she says, Oh, you know, but I really like that name because in Deku in Japanese sounds like you can do it. <laughs> and then Deku's just immediately goes, Yes, my name is Deku. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ida's like, Oh, just like, didn't you see a moment ago that name was insulting? It's like, what happened? <laughs> Apparently Ida doesn't know what it's like to be a normal teenager. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the next day, the class 1A finally gets into the real teaching stuff. It turns out it's not all fun and excitement all the time. They actually have to go through regular classes as well, like English and all that. Mm-hmm. And then All Might makes the best entrance ever, mm-hmm. where he shouts, I am coming through the door like a normal person. <laughs> and then so he tells them, yes, he is their teacher and he's going to be in charge of their hero basic training class. And he's going to throw them right into the deep end and get them started with their combat training. And before they get into that, everyone has a chance to wear their costumes for the first time. And then you see, you know, everyone coming out all cool, like almost like fashion models, just modeling Mm -hmm. their costumes as they come out. (laughs) You see the inspiration they do for them. Where Bakugo's like, oh, I want one that's intimidating. And Ida's like, oh, I just want a giant protective armor suit. <laughs> and then you have uh, Ayama, who's like, oh, I want a costume that reflects a person that never stops sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very fitting. 
Oh, man, the only thing I had didn't like was like Ochako when you see her costume. She's like, oh yeah, I didn't specify anything, so they just gave me a skin tight bodysuit. <laughs> and then you have Mineta just being a little creep the entire episode. Oh, oh, <sighs> honestly, his dub voice makes him so much better because it's hilarious. That <laughs> list is brilliant. Yeah. <sighs> Well, it's just like he just has that one moment. It's not the entire episode. He just goes like, I don't "Oh, your like, course is the best." And it's just like, yeah, yeah, why?" I don't know. Like, I think last episode too, there was a moment where if you saw him, it looked like he was staring at Momo's butt the entire time they're doing the fitness exams. And I was mm. just like, "Uh, man." Well, I think also he gets paired up with Momo again, and he's literally just staring yeah. at her boobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be fair, that he's at that height. Like he's so short <laughs> that he looks up at everyone. But yeah. it's just like what, like that's all he does. Anytime he opens his mouth, it's saying stuff like that, and it's super boring. He is yeah. just a pervert, and it's not interesting. Hey, <laughs> perverts are people too. Yeah, you should. They like you're certain, but actually, you know what? I'm gonna do the second last person who is lowest because you don't have any potential. Bye. <laughs> but sorry. Uh. That's right. So, to go back into it, so All Might explains the rules. So, Ida asks, you know, are we going to do, because we're in an urban area again, so we're going to do what we did with the entrance exam. And All Might goes, no, we're going to do things a little bit differently because a lot of the conflicts with villains, you know, despite the highly publicized ones being like out in the open, like the very first uh, chapter, what we see when they're facing off with the giant guy. He says most of it actually takes place indoors in cramped spaces because really good villains operate in the shadows. And so it says, you know, everyone's going to be broken up into pairs. I think it's a group of 12 teams that they're going into. And, you know, half of them will be heroes and half will be villains. And they're going to play out a scenario where villains have a nuclear weapon somewhere in their hideout. And it's the hero's tasks to go in, you know, and find out where it is and either capture the nuclear weapon or take out the villains. And the villains' things, the same goal is to take out the heroes or they have to protect the bomb until the time runs out. Mm-hmm. And of course, the first matchup goes with the two faded rivals, uh, Deku and Bakugo, about mm-hmm. to face off. So we have Bakugo paired up with Ida. And then we have Deku paired up with Uraraka. And so, you know, both Deku and Uraraka outside just looking at the floor plans. And this is another part I'm like, going back on this, I have a little bit of a hard time kind of going with. But, you know, uh, Uraraka asks about Deku's relationship with Kacha. And he's like, oh, you know, whenever, ever since we were kids, I always looked up to him because his quirk was so powerful and he was so awesome. And, you know, and I admire him and I want to be like him. Yeah, he just said he was a piece of work. He didn't say he wanted to be like him here. I don't. Yeah, think. yeah. It's, 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 like, it's like implied a little bit that he looks up to him because of the quirk and like the power and everything. And I'm like, eh, still don't care for that as much. But yeah. So they both, you know, Hitsuku and Ochiko go inside and start infiltrating it, and then you know Bakugo comes flying out of one of the corners, exploding fist. And Izuku has to uh, grab Sochiko and pushes her down to get out of the blast. This is the question I have. If he hadn't dodged it and, like, Bakugo had hit him with the full force of that explosion, I feel like he would have killed him right there. Um, Probably. Or he would have, like, seriously (laughs) burned him. Because I think Bakugo is holding back a little. Like, he knows he can't go completely all out or all might will stop it. So he's he's, like... 
I feel like Deku probably would have been out of the count for the count. Like he probably wouldn't be able to fight, or like he yeah. kind of like roared a little bit. He didn't roar, but he's like as he's going across. So maybe he like knew Deku would dodge. Yeah, I don't know because I, I just remember, I just saw that bit after like when the smoke clears, and you see he's blasted like a huge like little hole in the seaman's concrete, and I'm just like if that blast had hit like uh, Deku straight on, like I don't think he would have survived it. Yeah. If, yeah, if he got hit in the face with hit with um Kachan's hand, he would have been burned. But I think when Bakugo does it from further away, like with bombs and things, one of the biggest dangers is the aftershock, the wave that hits you. So mm-hmm. if he does it or he goes to hit people but he puts his hand sort of to the side and hits them with a the blast, that'd be a good way of using his, oh, his yeah. blasties without burning people hmm. but still really endangering them. Like when you when you do your bomb training, one of the things they tell you is that well, after the bombs hit, you need to lie on the ground to wait for the aftershock because it's just as dangerous. Oh. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, and it's not just... If he gets his bombs up really strong, it's not just the blast away, it's the blast back. So you need to lie down for the whole time because oh. the, the outward blast goes and then sometimes uh. the air can come back and get pulled so you'll get hit again. Oh, wow. I guess that might be for the future when he gets when he like really powers up his gauntlets yeah sorry i went on a, a bomb <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it's stuff we don't know yeah, exactly so then we have you know deku standing up half of his mask is burnt away <laughs> and, you know it says i'm not gonna i'm not gonna run away anymore and he talks about you know how back in back when they were in uh kids school together i think it was elementary it was a junior high elementary the, yeah, elementary is like, oh yeah, you know, back then I had this notebook of of all the heroes I had. You know, first Bakugo does the whole bit where Deku's like clearly scared, he's shaking, you know, he's afraid to fight him. And he says, you know, this is what I always hated about you ever since we were kids. Even though you were scared and, you know, you didn't know how to fight, you always would stand in my way. And Deku tells him, you know, I really admire you and I won't take it easy on you. And uh, Bakugo goes in for a right hook, and I love this bit. Deku pivots in, grabs his hand, and then just flips him over his shoulder and slams him into the ground. And he points out that, you know, I've been watching you for years, you know, because I admired you so much. And I made notes on your battle style, and I know you always start every fight with a right hook. And Mm -hmm. just... And he says, you know, ends it with saying, I'm no longer the weak and defenseless Deku that you know. Mm-hmm. And my name, you know, means you can do it. And just <laughs> Ochiko just getting flashbacks to her having told that to Deku is just a oh, super adorable moment. That was the end of the episode. <laughs> the Bakugo's words at the end, with what we know about his character development now, are so, make so much more sense Like in, with the context that we have. Like when he says, um, the translated in the dub is... Why do you want to fight me anyway? That's why I hate you. And it makes so much more sense now. It's not that he's just looking down on Izuku. He's looking down on him, but he's angry that he keeps trying. He's like, I'm so much better than you. Why do you keep trying rather than before? Yeah. I didn't actually understand that. And I just thought he was, I don't know. He had the, I didn't think there was any sort of logic to his anger. He just, I don't know, didn't like green. And also, <laughs> and also him being like, Deku is a quirk now, like, he must have lied to me or hidden it this entire time. And, like, then that gets all warped up that he's, like, looking down on him or something. Like, yeah. 
I could like, I, like from back, what from the information Bakugo has, it doesn't make any sense. So he has no, like a right I... to be angry, but not that angry. It's his inferiority complex kind of like coming into play or he can't stand mm-hmm. the idea that, you know, someone that's always been weaker than him would kind of seemingly look down on him or like hide things from him or take pity on him. I think that's what like kind of rubs him off the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I find it so funny that Deku's uh, like cover of his like outfit always gets blasted off. <laughs> like, cause it just looks bad. So like, actually, no, he doesn't have this anymore. <laughs> But it's also kind of like half this face is the hero, half of him is just like the Deku. And I just like, it's kind of, I always kind of like, sometimes I forget that Deku is an insult. Like, I just think of him as Deku. I usually don't think of him as Midoriya. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, oh yeah. Like, even though we know that, it just kind of just like, oh, it hits you again. Like, you, how you reclaimed the title. Or he's trying to now at this point. Good episode. Yeah. Oh, but should we write <laughs> it? Um... I'm gonna give it four Kaminar or what is it? Four Camino Woods dispensers out of five. Ooh, I'm gonna give it three explosions out of five. <laughs> I'll give it four explosions out of five. Nice, because like overall it was good. I just remember in the manga that moment hitting a lot harder, but I guess there's gonna be more next episode. But it felt just like it felt like a lot more epic in the manga. Yeah, next episode they really get into it, don't they? Mm-hmm. He is ter- that goes terrifying at the end. I remember the episode ending and being like, "Oh, how does he survive this? He's such an yeah, you know, he's such an angry so and so." Pretty much, uh, it's it's kind of cool just to see like the very beginning of the characters and kind of like how they're going to grow from here and how they all interact because right now they don't know each other and like. It is cute that Ochi goes like, "Oh, we're friends now. Please talk to me." Because I feel like that's what I would like. I would like home in on the one people, the what people I knew were like basically talk to and be like, "Please help me." No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So if no one has anything to add, shall we round off for our extra episode? Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was a very quick one. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for listening to the tw- the extra bonus episode for the 21st episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. I'm Sophie. You can find me on Twitter at Tropper's Antlers. I'm Kendra. You can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. And I'm Ash, and you can follow me on Twitter at King Cocoa Butter. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at, at MHAPod. You can email us at myheropod at gmail.com or on our website, www.mhapod.com. And... Brush your teeth every day and go beyond <laughs> plus, plus ultra. ultra. This is my hero academia plus ultra. Mangani menus and more plus ultra. Burglar, burglar. Sorry, I have very small goals.